Um, yeah, it was like the, the whole class honestly did not feel like a grad class. Like I basically took all of the same like material as an undergrad class in at UB. Like it was, it was kind of a joke. And he was uh, like, it's going to be based off like the homeworks and like do the examples and stuff. So like kind of work on those to study. And I was like, okay, I did all the homeworks were like dumb easy. Like I had Chegg to like check myself, but I never needed it. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was just like kind of like really fucking easy homeworks. And then all the examples, there were a couple that were like hard that he could have put in there. And he just didn't do that. He just put in like the easiest. And I was like, I'm not complaining, but it was just like shocking. <laughs> it was like, hurry on along now. Yep. He's like, here, here you go. Yeah. Yep. Um, that was my experience with grad school too. It was just like very elementary. It felt like some of the stuff we were going over. Right. And I was like not expecting that with grad school. Like right. I took a fucking another marketing class. Marketing classes, marketing is not hard. You can never have too many marketing classes. Yes, you can. You can have way <laughs> too many. I could have used two and they gave me like seven. But now you know how to market. Oh yeah, I'll market the hell out of anything. Yeah, see, see now you're prepared. Yeah, you, and you I think there. I think deeply about billboards and such when I see them. Yeah, you get I me. Mean, you got the thought process. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a professional marketer. Mm-hmm. Well, a but, consultant, but you know, what could have been? Just, what could have been yep. if you only had one more marketing class? <laughs> right. Damn, they yeah, almost <laughs> they almost got me. <laughs> you're so close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was it, the only thing that sucked is like. It was, a, it was obviously an online test that I took at my house. And like he, he asked us to all have our video cameras on and our audio on. And video camera I get because you don't want, I guess you don't want people cheating or whatever. You don't want, you don't want kids like Google and stuff or whatever. So like audio or like the video kind of discourages that. But the audio is just annoying. Audio like is annoying. He, if we all turned our audio off and then he was like, can everyone turn their audio on? So we all had to have our audio on the entire time. So you hear everyone's like, pages ruffling and like sniffles and shit you can't fart. like yeah you can't fart you can't burp and then like it, it was just annoying because everyone has headsets on and so and every sniffle is amplified in my ears and when i'm sniffling i was probably pissing other people off and it was just like mm-hmm. then you feel self-conscious to yeah sniffle. it's like what are we doing here and then like why there's you can clearly see there's no one in the room what are we what is audio going to do for us maybe they stand on the outside of the the camera and you got somebody yelling the answers true or like i mean it's been an online class all year where we haven't needed our cameras on so just have your buddy take the test at that point right yeah (laughs) he has no idea what you look like (laughs) good point uh that would be ballsy that would would be be like a (laughs) mission impossible type of thing to do yep or like yeah you just haven't put on like put on a hat Put on a hood, sunglasses make, maybe. Yep, maybe like make the room a little darker so it's hard to see through your webcam. Yep, that would be an all-time heist. All-time heist. It's just the the exam heist. Yeah. Mission Impossible, Econ Final. What a rush! New movie. <laughs> what, what a, a rush, rush that would be is just sitting there and like just just waiting for them and him to be like, hey. Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) And it's over. And then you're done. Yeah. But hey, it wouldn't be my test. It'd be my buddies. Yep. And I'd be like, oh, well, we tried. No risk for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Probably still get paid 40 bucks or whatever he was paying you to take. Mm -hmm. Yep. You get paid up front. Anything else we want to cover in this intro? 
Do we just want to get down to brass tacks? I kind of want to just get down to brass tacks. Why don't they say get down to like iron tacks? Why is it brass? Brass was a uh, a form of currency back in the old olden days. Whereas iron iron was not. I don't think so. What about like gold? Gold, yeah. You could say let's get down to the gold tax if you wanted. That seems more important though. I don't think what we're about to do is too important. So I think we're bronze. Oh, what we're doing is important, Dane. That's true. We're doing a public service. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, uh, Dylan said to suck it. Yeah, well. I guess from last week, Dylan Dylan Spall told Dane to suck it. Yeah, well, he can fucking suck one too because his team's buns. Uh, mm -hmm. I told him that if I tell Dane that, he's going to say something mean about the Steelers. And Uh he said, I'm going to fast forward through that. Good. Fast forward to this part, Dylan. Fucking loser. I think you got him. Just like your team and my team. We're all losers. Well, we all did lose. We all, nah, well, you won. We all lost at some point. There's something that each of us lost at last week, whether it be getting up on time for work or our football team. We all lost at some point. What did I lose? You didn't lose anything. I. The Giants won. That hurts your that hurts your Washington bet. Oh, that's I can count that as a loss. Dude, that was a big that was a big win for the Giants against the Seahawks. We'll get into uh, it, but also a huge win for the football team against the Steelers. A lot of <laughs> a lot crazy. happened this week. Chaotic God. week, absolutely chaotic week. I love the NFC East. Love the NFC. I like the NFL. NFL is great. Yep. That last week was fantastic. We'll get into it. Yep. All right, eight and eight week fifteen. Season X. Week 15, Season X. Three, two, one, go. Mm. Oh, that's sitting heavy. I unplugged my headset. I got to start doing IPAs, man. I can't hear you. Eight and eight. I can't hear you. We'll figure it out. Eight and eight. This guy's an idiot. Eight and eight. that i'm gonna eat a chicken sandwich um or maybe i'll order a salad i was thinking about doing that so there you go a little healthy mm-hmm. i like to mix it up i had popeyes for lunch and Ooh. lunch the, yeah, the day before but oh, lefto- boy. Lefto- leftover Popeye- <laughs> leftover popeyes for lunch today og popeyes for lunch yesterday you had leftover um, popeyes i it was 10 uh free delivery for orders of ten dollars or more, mm. so yeah, I get that. I got the, sp- the spicy chicken sandwich combo for like eight something, mm. and I was like, with delivery, it's gonna be like thirteen. At so yeah, let me just get a sandwich. <clears throat> mm-hmm. and it's the same price, if not cheaper. Mm-hmm. So I had the two be- Sammies, French fries. Mm-hmm. Been there, mm-hmm. gotten 
I one time I opened the app and it was just a straight up buy one get one combo at Popeyes. It's fucking like, wild. <laughs> Got like two full combos for like ten dollars. Wild. So it's a lot of lot of food. Yeah, it was fantastic. Have we talked about on the podcast how Popeyes is just the worst customer service I've ever seen in my life yet? I have never been to a Popeyes like to order. I have always like either gotten it delivered or I've like ordered ahead of time, like through the app for pickup. I've never like gone and ordered. Okay. Well, even when I don't know about your experience when you go pick up your Popeyes, but even when I do that, like I like I've walked up to the counter and it's not busy. Not that busy at least. Mm-hmm like two people in line i'm like hey uh i have an order for jared and they looked at me blank stare walked away i was like okay is he (laughs) getting it or (laughs) is he just disgusted and then like a couple minutes later came back and he just put food in front of me and then walked away i was like i guess this is mine and then i took that food i walked away and it was my food but I, didn't say I was kind of waiting for it to not be your food. Just, <laughs> just not Somebody's, right. I wish you threw it at me. Here's your, <laughs> Here's your fucking food, Fuck. you piece of shit. Yeah. Like, How dare you order food from this restaurant? Popeyes is the opposite of Chick fil A. They don't give a shit. They will, if you walk into Popeyes and you try to fight one of the. They'll fight your back. They'll fight. Oh, they'll fucking kick the shit out of you, too. <laughs> they'll fuck you up. He's yeah, trained you, in martial arts over there. Yeah. That's the question that. You know, Chick Chick Fil A and Popeyes ask the same question. Um, they say, "Would you fight an, a customer?" And if they say yes, they work at Popeyes. Mm-hmm. And if they say no, they send them to Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. What if they say maybe? I might that KFC. That's probably KFC. Yeah, it's just in the middle. Just yeah. like, <laughs> depends just how like, reckless maybe. they are. Yeah. <laughs> I really want. I'm gonna make a a Venn diagram of chicken fast foods with KFC. There you go. Popeyes and Chick-fil-A. Yeah. They all Do bring it. their own element. Add it to our meme list. Yeah. I did put out one of the things we were talking about. You did put one out. A couple times I looked at my notes saying, like, make this meme. And I was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, the time has passed. I'm going to get four likes, and I won't feel good about it. But yeah, You know, hey, four is better than three. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get rolling though. Let's get rolling. Week 15, mm-hmm. season X, eight and eight. Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Do you want to start with the good or the bad, Dane? I mean, like normally in this situation, I always like, if someone asks me that question, I say, start with the bad mm-hmm. and then we go to the good, but we'll start with the good. You want to start with the good? Yeah. I, All right. I don't, I'm not ready yet. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I don't think you should be as sad as you feel like you should be. I'm not as sad as I was on Sunday, mm-hmm. but I'm sad. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Times were favored. So what do you expect? Right. Uh, I, yeah. Um, Vegas. Yeah, that us. was that was. Ve- yeah. The writing's <laughs> on the wall and Vegas wrote it. Uh, but the bills are the good. The bills mm-hmm. looked unreal. Monday night, finally mm-hmm. had a good primetime performance, beat the 49ers 34-24. Josh Allen, AFC Offensive Player of the Week, 32 of 40. Awesome. Yeah, 32 of 40, 375 yards, four touchdowns, uh, six rushes for 11 yards. Um, team looks great, man. The defense isn't amazing like it was last year, but that's okay because I think the defense is good. 
And I think the defense is better than people give it credit for. Um, they let up a lot of garbage time. Um, you know, Nick yards. Mullins. Is yeah, the, Nick Mullins is the king of garbage time, baby. Dude, Nick Mullins had a good game. He was making good throws at the Nick end Mullins. of the game. He was mm-hmm. like it, it, Nick Mullins always does that. I mean, like like one he plays. I'd say one out of every four games, he looks good the entire time. Mm-hmm. And then the other three, he looks good in like the fourth quarter or like the third quarter when that's mm-hmm. kind of like more of a prevent defense kind of style. That's when Nick Mullins thrives. <laughs> right. And that's what he did. And that's what the past two quarterbacks have done as well during mm-hmm. garbage time. Um, yeah. Nick Mullins, 26 of 39, 316 yards, three touchdowns, two picks. Um, the, and the Bills, the Bills defense is also built around we take away the deep throw um, and then we give you six yard plays mm-hmm. or four yard plays. And then it's built on someone on the D line making a play. And they've been doing that lately. Trey White has three picks in his last four games, a stat that no one is talking about besides me. That's so much so stat. it is it's so much so that I feel like I might be wrong. No, but, you're like, right. I feel, I feel like I've been watching the games. And I, I know he's gotten three picks. He got two. <clears throat> Didn't he get like two in this Chargers game? No, he only got one. He got one in the Chargers game. And I think he picked off. Uh, God, I don't know. He picked I'm, off I, Russ. I, he probably picked off Russ. I think he, he did pick off Russell Wilson. Yeah. I know for a fact he did. Yeah. So that, yeah, there you go. That's three mm-hmm. picks in four games. No one yep. was talking Look about that. Look at that. All, yeah. <laughs> Debunked. Um, <laughs> I love it when a stack comes together. Yep. Yep. But he's looked amazing he's looking like the kind of guy he was last year where he's just gonna make a play that's gonna change the course of the game in the mm-hmm. fourth quarter no one has more fourth quarter turnovers since 2017 than Tredavious white um, big time yeah and the linebacker play looks okay the d line's kind of been figuring it out a little bit getting some pressure and the offense is um you know when josh allen's on is kind of borderline unstoppable Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they were playing zone early on in the game and he was picking them apart and then they switched to man and he picked them apart. And part of that goes off the dot to Brian Dable, who got a lot of hate from a lot of Bills fans. And I'm glad to see he's doing well. I think he's probably gonna get a head coaching job after this year. I was thinking one more year. You think? I would love I, to have him for a fourth year. I, right. I, I feel the same way about like I both of our offensive coordinators have been hot names in terms of the coaching hire. I mean, I've heard it. People saying Arthur Smith, the Titans, he's a hot name, and Brian Dab was a hot name. They're both mm-hmm. hot names, and I really don't want him to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know he will go if he gets the opportunity. Probably mm-hmm. same thing with Dabble, because like, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you? Um, I would say one more year for Dabble, because I think he's like just skating under the radar, like barely under to the point where I think if there's only going to be four total coaching jobs. And you think he's cusp. He's cusp. Like if there's four total jobs, you have to give at least one to be enemy from the the Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably say one to the defensive coordinator for the four, for the four Niners. Nine. Yep. Salas. Yep. Yep. Sala. Um, and then like, and then it's kind of up in the air. It depends on like, well, Adam Gates will probably get. He'll, he'll <laughs> yeah. find he'll, someone else. Will be like, we'll try we'll, it. Marvin Lewis gets one. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Harbaugh might be coming back to Michigan. Yeah. Like uh, uh, quick, quick uh, sidebar. The Michigan, Ohio state, Michigan game getting canceled is the best thing that could have happened to Jim Harbaugh's career. Absolutely. Cause he was going to get shit pumped by Ohio. They were, were going to put up they, 80. 
they were he was going to get fired in the third quarter like <laughs> like he was in big dude he definitely was like go get covid to his players mm-hmm. like i don't want to play these guys <laughs> yeah party on me guys bring whoever uh, <laughs> and um, do whatever <laughs> right yeah so but um i dabble got some looks last year mm-hmm. and i think he'll get some looks this year so he might go and if he does that's all right but him staying around for all of Josh Allen's development has been so clutch for his, like, well, the finished project, the product that he is now. Um, And that's why, like, even though the Bills offense was suspicious last year, I kind of wanted him to stay around just so Josh Allen could get comfortable in that system. And it's paid dividends for sure. But yeah, man, Bills look good. Um, Zach Moss done. Okay. Zach Moss. Like you got to get rid of him, right? Like who needs him? I like Diggle, it's crazy because like Singletary is such a better running back, at least like from the eye test in terms of experience, eye tests, way he catches the ball, way he runs the ball. He's just a better player at this point in time. Mm-hmm. And like it was good to see that like when Zach Moss, I didn't see Zach Moss's fumble. I heard it on the radio while I was driving before I started watching the game. But like he fumbled on, I don't know, whatever, his own fucking one yard line or something. Right. Yep. And it's like I'm I'm happy that whoever made the executive decision, if it was Dabble or if it was um, McDermott, to just be like, no. You're done. You're done. Because, yep. like, the kid's a rookie. That's a horrible mistake. Like, that is against a better team that could cost you the game. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's just – it's unexcused. And, it, and Zach Moss isn't good enough to be like, we'll get you – we'll give you the ball again. Right. Like, he's a rookie. But I, I, I don't want to call him a bust – Cause like it's, it's a COVID year. It's weird for rookies. Running backs are weird. Running backs can kind of like come on later mm-hmm. or like a year or two later, but I just don't think Zach Moss is a good player. He hasn't looked great, man. He really hasn't. You, I think when you get a guy like that with his frame, you expect him to pound the rock into the end zone from the two. And he can't, he just mm-hmm. can't do it. He hasn't done it one time. I don't know if that's because dabble doesn't know how to run a balanced offense, which he really doesn't. Right. This is the most balanced offense we've had this game all season. But I don't know if it's because he does like it's the offense or it's because he's just bad. But yeah, he hasn't done much to impress me so far. Um Singletary is the one with the fumbling issues, ironically. Right. But, yeah, they both I think they both had I mean, yeah, Singletary's obviously I've seen him lose a couple over the course of the season. Um, which is obviously never a good thing. I I think the Bills I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills moved on from both of them in like a year. Um, in terms of like lead back, like if they went out and tried to to sign someone or mm-hmm. draft a new guy or did something like that, just because like a, they the running game is lacking, mm-hmm. and like I could see that biting you in the ass when a team stops the pass and you have to run or something or or something along those lines where once Josh Allen's finally been like taken away and those are the games you struggled in like mm-hmm. offensively is when when jo- when Josh isn't working and then all of a sudden you also can't get anything get anything going on the ground. And teams can just drop, you know, seven, eight into coverage. It, it kind of fucks you. I see, could see that. And then the other thing I noticed was like Milano. He didn't play it like full time reps. He had like but he helps twenty percent of snaps or something. Yeah, right. he had a QB pressure that was huge mm-hmm. on third down. He helps, and I, I think Trey Edmonds is more comfortable in the game when he's there. Oh, dude, yeah, Trey Edmonds, looked okay. He, he looked, looked okay. okay. I try, I try to watch him now because like. I've I've developed the anti Trey stance in terms of he's mm-hmm. having a bad year, mm-hmm. so I watch it, hoping he does better. 
I truly do hope he does better because he was he was electric last year. He's incredible. He but like he just he just doesn't look quick to the ball. No, I was gonna say he looks like he plays scared, man. Yeah, like he, he, he looks like he's every time he's making a tackle, he's falling backwards rather than mm-hmm. like hitting it forward. And that worries yeah. me. It it worries me too. And he wasn't doing it last year. But it's crazy. It, we've talked about it before. Like it's crazy the amount of snaps he has when you compare it to the amount of impact plays he has. It's a lot to a little, which is not what you want out of your right. middle linebacker. And it wasn't who he was last year. He had a good fourth and goal stop at the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. And then they, after Zach Moss's fumble, they scored the touchdown because Jermaine Edmonds like shimmied out of his zone. So he mm-hmm. threw it right where Tremaine Edmonds was supposed to be standing. It was a touchdown. Right. He's wide right. open. Right. So like, it's like, I won't give up on him. Cause like, he's still a good middle linebacker. I'd say overall, <laughs> like if you were to pin him at some point in the like league, he's like average at like currently this season, mm-hmm. he's playing average, but he obviously has the potential to be a top 10, top five like, yeah. middle linebacker in the league. Look at his frame, man. Like he's, right. he's just a freak of nature and he's so young, which is crazy. He's still only like, I want to say like 23, 24, right? When he came in, he just turned 21. So he should be 23. He's crazy young. And so like, he's going to be fine. I think, I think maybe, Mm -hmm. I think maybe the injury is bugging a little bit. Other things like that. But those are my big takeaways. Also, Cole Beasley is awesome. Yes. Cole Beasley is awesome. I had this written down the most uh, double-edged or the most, most backside, like, what what's the saying like backside double edged like, sword backhanded backhanded that's what yeah double edged mm-hmm. sword backhanded stat I've ever seen most touchdowns ever by someone under five mm-hmm. eight what the fuck that's a great stat though I I love it save your metrics baby I love <laughs> yeah. it like that's I, such a good stat he's standing up for the little guy he's like he Spider Man he is the Spider Man of the NFL I'm surprised Darren Sproles doesn't have that if we're being completely honest same I don't did it say receiving touchdowns I have it written down most touchdowns ever. Because I think that's what it was too. I don't know. I've seen it a little bit, but I've seen it a thousand times on social media and stuff. I would not be asking for that stat to be like shown. So like, if he passes the guy, like say like someone who was five nine, they have thirty seven touchdowns. When he gets thirty eight, are they gonna bump that up? And you just keep going up and up and up. Until yeah, you just gain height. height. Yeah. yeah, I I would one hundred percent want that stat paraded around. I'd be like, dude, I'm tiny as hell. And I'm fucking awesome. He I, is fucking like, awesome. I, it's like I'm five eight, white dude with flowing dread, like flowing locks of goldenness. Yeah, and, and he's just and he's just always open. And it's very clear. Josh is like, I trust this man with my life. Mm-hmm. And I like I said, he's I think he's the second best wide receiver too in the AFC. Yeah, behind Corey Davis. Right? Yeah, absolutely yeah. behind Corey well, Davis. My, well, I think everyone. This. I think everyone would agree with me. If I'm I not gonna. F- no, yeah, I, yeah. I think that's a fair statement. They're 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 wildly different. So different, like like <laughs> comically different. Like, yep. like I think Corey Davis yeah. is like six three. Corey Davis <laughs> shut me up this year. He's been doing very well. Mm-hmm. I will tell you though, uh, Cole Beasley. In my mind, he's wide receiver three behind John Brown. So right, I'm mean, John Brown's just been out so long this year that like he's essentially been mm-hmm. wide receiver two. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think. Um, this is my last note about the Bills. Mm-hmm. I think that they are kind of holding back on their offensive like playbook. Uh, Ooh. I feel Dabble reminds me with about 
like of Andy Reid and that he just schemes up these wildly crazy complex plays where people are just schemed wide open. And I think we're holding out on it because we have not seen a dig deep ball much this year. And we haven't seen Josh Allen design runs very much this year. And last year they held off on the Josh Allen design runs to the playoff. So I'm assuming they're doing that again. And I'm assuming they're holding digs deep balls off into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So there's like a whole element to this Bills offense that we haven't even seen yet, which I think makes the Bills like a very, very serious contender for the AFCs mm-hmm. or for the AFC period. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I would say like probably a lot of it has to do with Diggs too, is he's just getting blank, like not blanketed, but he's getting he, the spotlight every time he plays a team. Mm-hmm. So that might be kind of hindering his deep ball ability. Um, and I'm sure that a lot of their plays in general are drawn up for John Brown to start. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, that could be dangerous. Like as you know, when you get, when you get Josh Allen in the playoffs pitching it, cause he's getting his designed runs. Oh. That's when I, you want to be a bills fan. It's just absolutely electric. Yep. We tweeted it out. Yep. From the, the, <laughs> the podcast account, Josh Allen doubled down on that. I love it. <laughs> he was like, yeah, he said it too. When he was on part of my take over the summer, he was like, yeah, if, jo- if Dawson Knox caught the ball, might've been a touchdown. Might still be running. Not wrong. <laughs> Not wrong. You could say that like, that's the best. I love that statement. Cause like you could say that about anything. Like, well, if he broke that tackle, he could, he would have scored. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like but you could say that about almost, almost every Sure, but I just love that because you can say that about every play in the NFL. That is <laughs> that is like to a T what makes Josh Allen Josh Allen. Fucking like loose I will lose the game trying to win the game, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And as a fan, I'm okay with it. Yeah, you, I think you have to at this point. You know what he is. Yep. You know exactly what Josh Allen is. And I love he it. He is like he's a gun. Like the dude's got a rocket. Mm-hmm. And then, but. Every once in a while, she's going to throw you off. Challenge. He's going to throw you off the set. Yeah. He's going <laughs> to be like elite. And then he's going to be like, caught him. Triple coverage rope. Yep. <laughs> just Trip- right to the, right <laughs> yeah. to the safety. Yeah. I forget what game he had that in where he the threw it right in the Cardinals. Guy's Cardinals. I'm pretty sure it was triple coverage to Diggs. And he was just like, here you go. Yep. Catch oh the ball. What are you doing? Um, um, but it was a good game. I mean, Bills look good. Bills are yeah. hitting their stride. Yep. Feel um, good about the Steelers next week. Should be. Maybe the game of the week, even though it's, a Is it, ton it's in of Pittsburgh, games. right? I think so. Yeah, I think it's in Pittsburgh. That'd be an interesting game. Um, I think the Bills will win if I had to pick. Mm-hmm. I, I think it'll again, be. I think the Steelers are bad. I do too. I don't think the Steelers are bad. I think the Bills are good, though. I would take them to win just because I think this is going to be a more telling game for the Steelers than the Bills, just based mm-hmm. off of their schedules. Steelers have kind of they beat the Browns handedly, and they beat the Titans in a very good game. Mm-hmm. Um. But that's about it. So this is going to be a good game to gauge the Steelers, I think. I yeah. think we know what the Bills are. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be telling for the Steelers. Yep, I, I would agree with that. Um, we, do you want to go to the bad? Let's get to the bad. Let's get to the bad. Um, Titans got their doors blown off mm-hmm. by the Browns. And the final score is 41-35, which, like, it's – doesn't tell the story. I, it doesn't tell a story, but it tells like a part of the story. Like I watched that entire game. Unfortunately, obviously, I just uh-huh. fucking miserable from the second it started. But like, I can pin that game on like if you break it down. Obviously, there are glaring holes with a lot of parts of the defense. 
but I can pin that game down to about four or five plays. I can pin it down to the very first offensive drive we had um, on third and one. For some reason, our offensive coordinator was like play action pass to the left tackle. Didn't work. Yeah. Um, and then fourth and one run up the middle with Derrick Henry. Personally, I would have just ran up the middle with Derrick Henry twice. Right. Um, but like the, the spot on that fourth and one, that whole sequence was one of the most atrocious things I've ever seen. Um, it was a bad spot. So let me, so they needed to get, they were driving, they were on the Brown side of the field. They needed to get past the 42 yard line. So they needed to get over that towards the 41 to get a first down. Horrible spot. If like, if you watch the play, it was just not a good spot. Like I think Derrick Henry at least got it by half a yard. They, they put the spot down. He's short by like an inch. They re, they Rabel throws a challenge flag and those are hard plays to challenge. So I get like, they don't overturn it, but like, it was still so obvious to me that they got it. Mm-hmm. So they can they play stands. They started the next drive, and officially in the record books, it is marked down that the next Cleveland Browns drive started on their own forty-one. A whole yard past where we needed to get to get the first down. Can you explain that? Yes, oh, so, I think so, I understand. Yeah, but, yep. Yeah. So like we need to we're we're going fifty down, mm-hmm. so we need to get past the forty-two, closer to the forty-one of the Brown side of the field to get a first down. So we need to get over that 42 yard line. Right. That makes sense. Yep. Their next drive started on the 41. So a past whole yard first down past was. where we, yeah. our first down marker was. So it was rigged. Like, I, I just like say it, it's, it's not, I'm not saying it's rigged, but it's just horrible fucking and not like ref, <laughs> refereeing. It's just like, how do you fuck that up? And like, you can't put that, you can't tell me in the official books. And like, that's one play. And then they go down. And our defense is fucking inept, poopy, yep. and they fucking they score. So like we're down ten nothing. Sure, whatever. Like, and then the next time is like Derrick Henry is just it was just uncharacteristic. Derrick Henry very first play of their next drive fumbles on his own twenty mm-hmm. yard line. Very first play they get it seventeen nothing. So like that's two plays right in the very beginning of the game that could change the entire swing of it. Mm-hmm. Momentum down, such yeah. a big key, right? Big, we uh, right component. Absolutely. Especially like the Browns are a good team. Yeah. Like we go down and we score a touchdown, like big plays. We're fine. Offense is fine. Never been worried about the offense once this season. And then all of a sudden Brian borders just gets beat on a double move and he's wide open. And now we're down 24 seven. Never heard of that name. He's okay. So he, yeah, he's, he's been a uh, a replacement (laughs) because our defensive backs have been just in shambles mm-hmm. this year like mm-hmm. like adoree jackson needs to come back i don't Y'all know I miss think... logan ryan man you guys miss logan ryan i don't even think it's logan ryan that we're missing i think it's adoree jackson like i think our slot has been okay and like now we have desmond king and he's been okay and stuff like that but like adoree jackson like that he that was an outside move and even like if adoree jackson bites on that i think adoree jackson is fast enough to like catch up and save it and i also think adoree jackson doesn't bite on that because he's not an idiot yeah, and so okay. like he bites on the double move and just gets torched for a seventy-five yarder, and also we're down twenty-four-seven, and at that point, like momentum's lost. Like it, something needs to happen. Like, they we, need to fuck up. Right. Yeah. Like we've had three possessions in the first half. The offense puts up seven because like they had three possessions with our That's fucking cold every yeah. time. Right. You can't and, be mad at the offense for going one for three in the NFL. Exactly. With a fumble mixed in there, like right. Exactly. So like all that kind of shit happens. And then like in the second half, a mount a comeback starts to come happening. We're down 20 points or we're down. I don't even think we're down 20. We're down like 17 at this point. Could make it a 10 point game. We're on like the 30 yard line. Uh, slant played Adam Humphreys first game back off a concussion. 
right in his numbers, pops it up, interception. Mm. Done. Sloppy game. And, like, you have to be perfect after that. Like, when you when you go down 38 to fucking um, seven in the first half, you have to be perfect in the second. And they were that play pretty much cost them because – it was over. That was yeah, it. Exactly. That was you needed to score that to have a chance to be come back in this game. So it's like it it looked horrible. Like we got the shit kicked out of us. But like it was also like three or four plays go differently in that first half. And I'm not saying we win, but I'm saying it's a more competitive game where we actually have a chance and no one not everyone's looking at it like right. we just got our fucking shit. Yeah, in. like wow, the Titans suck. Yeah. Right. No. And so like and it, the defense is just is just so bad. Mm-hmm. Like Jan Brown is now out for the season. He's mm-hmm. been out for a couple weeks, and they miss him at middle linebacker because Rashawn Evans can't. I could fucking beat him on a pass route. Rashawn really? Evans, he's so. I thought he was good. Jan Brown is a good pass coverage. Rashawn Evans is a really good run defense, like a run stopper. Can't guard for shit. Okay. Um, and then like a Dory Jackson, we obviously need Kevin Byard has been fucking putrid this year. I don't know what it is. He's just who's, been horrible. Who's doing worse, him or Edmonds? Kevin Byard. Like he's been atrocious and like never heard of that guy. Right. He's a fan. Um, And (laughs) like, he's, he's just been atrocious. And I I think a lot of it's, I want to say a lot of it's the defensive scheme is for some reason they've put him in the slot. I think a lot this year and he's just not, that's just not what he does. And he's a ball hawk. Yeah. And he just hasn't had an interception once. Hasn't picked it off Mm. once. He's just been struggling all year. So like it was a shitty game and it sucks that we're eating four, but I'm also like not super worried. Because like you shouldn't be. I think Vrabel is still a good coach. Um, I think our offense is completely fine. Derrick Henry had a wildly in character, like uncharacteristic fumble that just kind of like that shit just killed us. But it like happens. I don't yeah. think Derrick Henry's gonna do it again. And then like our last four games are Jags, Lions, Packers, Texans. So like Jags, Lions, Packers, Texans. They should win wow. three out of those four. They wow. should. They should win at least three out of those four. I could see them winning all four. 11 and 5 team right there. Right. And Ryan Tannehill is still fucking good. Like, Ryan Tannehill is confirmed. still confirmed. Like, confirmed. You no good. longer have to defend it, which is right. nice. That's <laughs> yeah. how I am with Josh Allen. Like, I don't have to sit up here and scream at people that they're right. wrong about the quarterback. Exactly. It's just like, I trust Ryan Tannehill every time he like touches the ball. Like, I've never blamed the game really on him. Um, and we'll just see what happens. I mean, Corey Davis obviously had an insane good game. AJ Brown still has some drop issues. I don't really know what's going on with him. He's hurt. I don't. Yeah, he might be like a little hurt. He might be something going on. I don't know. He, he didn't practice today. I know that. He hasn't practiced Wednesdays all year. There you go. Yeah. Sir. Like, yeah, he's a little bit hurt. So like, but I'm not super worried about him. Johnny Smith's been out, and the fact that we've done this on offense without on our third string left tackle is phenomenal. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we've been just decimated at left tackle. And they've actually stepped in and done okay. And like Tana hasn't gotten killed. He hasn't been as successful like with time, but he hasn't been horrible. I've seen fine. much worse offensive lines. So yeah, I've seen much worse quarterbacks too. Right. I compared this game kind of to how the Bills played against the Titans in that A, mm-hmm. nothing to be ashamed about to losing to the Browns. Right. Because the Browns are good. I think the Browns are a lot like what the Bills were last year. Mm-hmm. where they have solid, solid defense and they're going to run the ball and they don't want to turn it over and mm-hmm. they're going to eat the clock. And that's right. what they're going to do. And, and, you know, they happen to put up a lot against points against you because you guys fucked up like right. the Bills did against the Titans. You guys just kept fucking up. And, like, 
they're a good enough team where they'll make you pay for that. Right. Um, but like they want to, they want to win the game 24 to like 16 or 21 right. to 16. Like, and they're good. Like they're, that's fine. If that's what they want to do, they have mm-hmm. a great running attack. Maybe the best running back running attack so. in the league. Right. Um, especially with Wyatt Teller and Nick Chubb healthy. Uh, shout out Bills for cutting Wyatt Teller. Right. Um, <laughs> hey, it happens. It happens. He wasn't fitting in the scheme. Got to yep. go. But um, nothing. I wouldn't be too sad about it, man. I really didn't. You th- did like? Did you think the Titans were gonna go three and thir- thirteen and three? I mean, like I had hopes. I mean, like I, mm. I, it's one of those things where it's like, I kind of said this uh, like a couple days ago in a group chat. It's like the Titans are a team at this point, and I think they're gonna be a team like this for as long as I live. Is <sighs> like I if they played tomorrow in the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs, I'd be confident they could win that game. Mm-hmm. This week they play the Jags. They might lose. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's with Mike Lennon. Right. It's it's one of those things where it's like they they're so streaky. Like they can like the three losses they've had have been just like bad losses in terms of they just haven't looked good. Like they when they lost to the Colts, they kinda they kinda kinda smoked. When they lost to the yeah. um, Bengals, they kinda got smoked. Um the only like even against the Steelers, that first half they got smoked. It was just like they they obviously came back in the second half, played way better in the second half lost because you know they missed a game tying field goal yeah who knows that was still just a good game regardless if, right. if you, i would honestly my opinion i would separate that from like a, just a good hard fought loss right exactly like that one doesn't but bother me as much but mm-hmm. like most you of shouldn't losses, feel bad about it oh not at all i mean the steelers are you know they're 11 and 1 i call them frauds but like they're still 11 and 1 yeah frauds and so, and that maybe they should be eating for but right exactly and, <laughs> yeah. and, and so like it the only thing and but then they have wins where they blow teams out like they blew the bills out like they absolutely just dismantled the bills they they blew the colts out last week like absolutely just made them look like idiots they didn't blow the ravens out but like it was clear that in the fourth quarter the titans were winning that game because they, they were handled just a more yeah. physical team and so it's like it's one of those things where they just they just don't they can't be consistent like they're just mm-hmm. it's something it's like you can tell how a Titans game is going to go in the very first 10 minutes. It's same with the Bills, man. Like, absolutely, <laughs> you know exactly what direction it's yeah. going. Like, Josh Allen throws three balls. Mike, he sucks today. Exactly. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's crazy because I can, I usually, it's one of those things I'm sure you have it too, is like 10 minutes before kickoff, you just get a feeling. Mm-hmm. And that feeling is either, I think we're going to kick the shit out of this team, or the feeling is like, I think we're kind of fucked today. And you're, yeah. I would say my like percentage on that is like 75% of the time I'm right. You should start sharing that with your gambling friends. Just I'll to, tweet it out. Just I'll tweet thought. it out this week. Yeah. I'll tweet what? out my last second thoughts this week mm-hmm. Things at 1230 second. Eastern time. And I'll say this is what my gut says about the Titans. And like going into this Browns game, even like within the first three minutes, I was like, this game's over. It's chalked. Go back to the drawing board because this game's done. And then once Derrick Henry fumbled, it was like, yep, that's such some, that's something I haven't seen in literally over a year. Mm-hmm. That's it. You can't, you can't make this game. Up. It, yeah. You can't, yeah. you can't put any stock into it. So it's like when Andre, like in the, I'm sorry, to, I keep bringing it back to the bills mm-hmm. and the, the Bills yeah. Titans game, but 
when that ball hit Andre Roberts in the chest and yeah. you guys housed it, I was like, that's the ball game. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like 14 minutes and was 30 the first seconds drive. left in the first quarter. I think it, it was like yeah. the first third down of the game. And it was just like, yep. It, yeah. It was one of the first five plays. I was like, mm-hmm. we lost. Yeah. Um, and Josh Allen missed his next throw badly. Mm-hmm. And Joe Buck right. made sure to let everyone know that he missed it badly. Shout oh, out yeah. Joe Buck. You Joe fucking Buck. raisin. <laughs> um, so it's yeah. okay. Yeah, it, it's okay. My, my point is, it's okay. The, I, yeah, I was very sad on Sunday. Um, I'm, I've calmed down now. I don't think the Titans fan base has calmed down. Um, yeah. No, they won't. And I get that. Like, we're everyone, I think it's one of the most, I think I say this, and I think every fan base says this, is that we're just so streaky. Like, if mm-hmm. next year or if next week we go out and we blow the shit, like, blow the doors off the Jags, because we obviously fucking hate the Jags, everyone's going to be like, we're back in. And then we'll go loose to the Lions. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be like, whoa, this team stinks. And then we'll the, beat the Packers. And everyone's going to be like, we're back in. You will beat the Packers. You will. Fucking better. That's, that's a fact. That, it, you, I mean, you, yeah. You, who, who, what, you, who, what schedule are going to get? The Jags? Jags, the Lion, Jags, Lions, Packers, Texans. You're going to lose to the Lions. You'll yeah, lose to exactly. the Lions, but you'll beat the Packers. <laughs> that's a fact. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, it's, I, it's, I'm calling it right now. Yeah. And it's like we, we play at like the three out of four are away. But like the, the Packers game. I'm circling it because it's it's a tractor Cito season game. It's a Sunday night football game. It's in Green Bay and it's on fucking December 27th. It's tractor Cito. It's yep. like I've never seen a better game. It's gonna be fucking snowy and like 16 degrees, and Derrick Henry is just gonna like shatter a person because yep. like Blake Martinez is gonna hit him one time. And like, <laughs> He's literally I shattered. don't know about this. He's yep. he's way bigger than me, and I'm a big guy. Yeah. So overall, I'm not I'm not. I, it sucks because there's so there's glaring holes on this team that need to be addressed. But I'm also happy because I saw someone laid out and like of what the Titans have gone through. Like Adore Jackson, I'm pretty sure his knee has fallen off. Don't know what's happened to him. I, I think he I literally He's think dead. he might be dead. I mm-hmm. think he might be dead. No one knows. Um, we've had uh, our two two of our th- like three rookies have been out. Basically, we haven't had a rookie play a snap. Um, Isaiah, Isaiah Wilson, win, man. Isaiah, let's, Isaiah let's Wilson, talk about him. Isaiah Wilson's a bum. Dude can't. He was suspended this. He's week a scumbag by the team for just being again right, and it's crazy. Like I don't know what he's doing. Um, I I don't know if it's because like of the weird COVID year, or if it's because of he's got money now and he's all of a sudden a problem. But like he was never a problem at Georgia. He was never. Like he never had any sort of off the field issues coming into the league. He's a little like raw as a player, but it never said anything like that. But like I'm fucking sick of it. And I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because I've seen linemen take a year or two to get better. Like mm-hmm. I saw it with White Taylor. Teller. Right. I've seen White Teller. I've seen it with Taylor Lewan on the Titans. Like I've seen it with guys where it takes just a second. Like Nate Davis, our right guard, is probably one of the best right guards in the NFL right now. Like he is playing out of his mind. Um, there's like I've been watching like a bunch of film on him, like Pete, like breakdowns and stuff, and he's been unbelievable. And last year he kind of stunk. And so, like, I'm giving time for that. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't know what the fuck's going on with him. And then our second rounder, Christian Fulton, yeah. has played like two games, maybe. He's um, hurt. Derek, he's been hurt. Yeah, he's, he just came it off sucks. IR. He just came he, off IR. I think he's gonna be good. good. I think he's, he's struggled this year because he's been hurt so often. But like, it's um, it's also a tough year to be a rookie. And right. I'm con- I'm taking that into consideration when talking about first and second year players, especially right. quarterbacks like Drew Locke and Kyler Murray. Um, <clears throat> no, no preseason. Right. Is monumental. You it's know? huge for those dudes. Yeah, yeah. 
So, and then um, Darrington Evans, our backup running back, who we don't totally need anymore, but like I think he's going to be kind of electric in this league. He's been, he just came off IR this week. He's been hurt forever. And then our fourth pick, fourth first round or fourth uh, rookie that we picked in the draft was a fucking quarterback from Hawaii, which we cut in two weeks over the summer. Oh. He didn't even make it. Past, he didn't even, if there was preseason games, I don't even think he would have made it to the first one. That's, that's how quick, quick he got cut. That's what you get, <laughs> that, you get for drafting a quarterback from Hawaii. That stupid. stupid. <laughs> no, yeah. Hawaii I mean, is an air raid offense. Like that's like drafting a San dark. Diego state running back. Like, yeah, no shit. He got a ton of yards. They only pass. They only run like right. <laughs> stupid, but yep. Isaiah Wynn, I don't think he's going to play in this Wilson. League. Wilson. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't think he's going to play in this league and he it will. sucks. It, it's good. I don't think he's going to play for a couple of years. I think you guys are going to cut Fair. him and maybe it'll be like a Darren Weller story where he has issues like substance abuse issues, right. maybe off the field and he will get a wake-up call when he gets cut and that'll snap him out of it but man like he like the decisions he's making are the decisions i would expect an 18 year old unbelievable to make yeah like just like drinking and driving doing burnouts in an intersection so stupid protocol like you're getting like what a lot of people's dreams are like handed to you after right. like, you know, you've worked your entire life to get here and you're throwing it away like that, like to self-sabotage sabotage yourself like that, you got something going on and he needs to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I hope he does like, right. you know, but right now, like there's no place in the league for you like that. It doesn't matter how talented Especially you are. Especially like this court. year too, just amplifies it. Like when you're mm-hmm. not doing simple things like following COVID protocol in a year where like you need to be on top of your shit. Mm-hmm. Is just like it amplifies how fucking di- of a disappointment you've been. And I honestly, at this point, I don't even see a spot for him on the roster. Like if he, Mm-mm. like our left tackle, obviously when Taylor Lewan comes back, Taylor Lewan's the starter. He's an incredible left tackle. And then honestly, our right tackle, Dennis Kelly, he's been fine this year. Like he had, like I have had no issues with the right side of our line. Um, like Dennis Kelly's stepped and he's been on the team for a while. Dennis Kelly, fun fact, probably the best trade of the Titans' lifetime. You know who we traded to get Dennis Kelly? Doyle Doriel Green Beckham. Remember that oh, name? Oh wow, the wide receiver. He was yes. awful. He was, he was terrible. Awful. We traded <laughs> yeah. it was a one for one. We traded him to the Eagles and we got Dennis Kelly back. Best trade I've ever seen. Because Dennis one. Kelly's been fantastic. He's always been a backup. And this year they're like, let's sign you. We're gonna draft this kid. You're gonna play until it happens. And it just hasn't happened. And Dennis Kelly's been great. Dennis Kelly hasn't really been much of an issue. Um, the right side of our line, I think Derek Kennedy's probably had more success over there too. So I just don't see a place for him on this roster this time. It's like maybe in two years when Dennis Kelly moves on, if, if our, his contract is up or if he drops off next year or something, sure. But it's very I frustrating. I don't think he'll be on your team next year. That's my final opinion on it. I mean, um, I could, I wouldn't be surprised if he keeps up this bullshit. Like I could see it. I yeah. could definitely see it. Um, Is that all you got for the, the Titans? That's about it. Um, okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mystic. And it's one of those things where it's like, if when we get into the playoffs, if we get into the playoffs at this fucking point, I think you will. I think we should. Like, if we get into the playoffs, I think it's I could between. See them, I could, I'm going to favor them in every game personally because I can see them beating any team in the league. And then yep. I could also see them losing to every team. I'll, I'll do the same to the Bills and we'll exactly. respect each other. Exactly. It's <laughs> one of those things. Yeah. My opinion is that last wild card spot is between the Dolphins and the Raiders. I think the Raiders are going to get it. That's just my opinion. Um, I don't have a ton to say about that, so we can talk about something else if you want. I have a few points. 
about the league. I don't know if you did as well. Yeah. Um, yo, breaking news. Actually breaking? breaking? Kind of. Three minutes ago, breaking news. It's breaking. It's because it's so fucking relevant. First round pick Isaiah Wilson oh, is on no. the non-football illness reserve list due to quote-unquote personal issues, says our GM. Three yeah. minutes ago. He's done, dude. He's done. <laughs> I'm it fucking sucks. sick of it. I'm yeah. so, like The fact that that came up in the middle of our talking. I, I'm not even surprised, man. Nope. If he could go to last chance, you, that's where he would belong. I mean, go back to college. He's <laughs> a fucking idiot. He's a fucking idiot. That's and it. We're, like, I'm done with him. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, I, I'll stop. I could, I could go on about it. Right. I could just it's... make him feel bad, but I, there's no point because, <laughs> like, we all know, like, the kind of person that he's act, like, who he's right. acting like, and no one wants that on their football team. Right. Um, I have a take. Give me um, a take. I think the Chiefs are kind of overrated and Whoa. might be kind of one-dimensional. Uh, Clyde's Edward E. Lair has done nothing, nor has Le'Veon Bell, mm-hmm. and I feel like the Chiefs get a lot of um you know press for smoking teams and being wildly like very much so the best team in the nfl but if you look i'm looking at their last eight games right now and two of them only two of them were routes like they beat the chiefs uh, the chiefs beat the broncos 43 16 but mm-hmm. that game that was a weird broncos, game yeah the broncos turned the ball over a lot or something like that like it was, it was like, like kick like, returns and like yeah. all sorts of shit happened in that game yeah the, the offense did not put up 43 points mm-hmm. and then they blew the chiefs out or the jets out 35 to 9 whoop de doo but besides that i'm looking at this like you know 33 31 against the panthers 22 16 against the broncos bills played awful they only beat them by nine raiders they beat the raiders by four and the bucks by three um, they're not blowing teams out and people are getting on the Steelers about not blowing teams out, but the chiefs are doing the same shit. So yeah. if we're going to prop the chiefs up, why aren't we propping the Steelers up? I don't think we should prop either of those teams up. Just like, look at, look at like the product they're putting out mm-hmm. and they're no better than the Titans or the bills. I will say that Bucks game was a lot. The score was a lot closer than it actually was. I mean, that was one of those games they came where storming back. they they came back and it was kind of because they like like left their um, foot off the pedal and shit like that. I mean, fucking Tyreek Hill had two hundred something yards in the first quarter, and I have almost no doubt that they could have just kept going with that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I get it, but I also think, and I've said this once, I've said it twice, and I'll say it, I'll, I'll say it till the day I die. Um, I've been saying this probably since like week eight is no team like this is one of the most parody filled league like years in the NFL I've ever seen. Like I, we started doing it that one week where you can go down the line and almost every team in the NFL has been blown out by a random Mm -hmm. as another team. And that team's been blown out and that team's been blown up by another team. And that team's been blown up by another team. And it's just a circle that goes throughout the entire league. And it's crazy because I think that's just how this NFL is. And so, like, yeah. when you're looking at all these teams, they might be overrated in terms of, like, they're not a super team, but I think they're not overrated in terms of just they're better than everyone at the end of Like, they might not be blowing teams at out, the end of the day. but, like, what team besides the Chiefs or the Jets, because they just haven't won, hasn't been, A, blown out, and, B, blown a team out? Right. No. I can't – I really can't think of one. So, it's, like, no. one of those – and the fact that they haven't been blown out, I think, is, like, speaks for a lot because every team has would you rather have james connor 
or Edwards Alaire? Because right now I think James Connor. James Connor. Yeah. Probably. And then um I mean when you look at the Steelers defense, I think they have more playmakers on that defense with TJ Watt and Vince Williams and Joe Hayden and Minka Fitzpatrick. Right. And you know, the Chiefs have Tyron Matthews. They oh dude, their linebackers are getting fucked. And yeah. if they if the Steelers have a weakness now, it's their linebacking mm-hmm. core just because they've been devastated with mm-hmm. Bush and Dupree. Dupree's right. Dupree's a top top oh, he's five great. outside linebacker in the NFL. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. Um but I just think they're like there's not like I think you can make the same case you are making with the Chiefs that you could make with the Steelers. The only difference being that Patrick Mahomes is just far and away the best quarterback in the NFL. Right, and that's the difference. Is, yeah, is well, Big, the, ben, Big Ben has been nothing more than a, a, a top 15 10. to 12 quarterback. I'd put him top 10. I would not. I, I, I truly don't. I think I truly – I said it last week, and I'll say it again. Is like I just don't – he hasn't impressed me. He's been nothing more than – like all these old quarterbacks are. Like you hit a certain age, and at some point you can't be a dominant – force like you you become a game manager that's how they all are and i think right. big ben's been more of a liability than he has been an asset more um, often than not i would say i would have to disagree i think he's more than serviceable if i was to compare okay so i'm like the four old quarterbacks that come to mind for me are tom brady drew Brees, big ben philip rivers and i would when take I'm, big ben third out of that list me too, but I would take him second. You would take Drew Brees over Big Ben right now? Yeah, I, I would so. not. I think so. I would not. Drew Brees can't throw the ball 30 yards. Big Ben can still huck that thing. Can he? Yes. Dude, he's launching it to Chase Claypool. He's launching it. Have you watched I, Steelers games? Yeah, I just like, I, I just, Big Ben, I don't know. I don't know. I just, he has, he's not appealing to me if I was looking for a quarterback that was going to like oh, win me a game. I mean, he had a chance to win the Steelers game against the Washington football team and he threw a pick. That's true. This is true. And um, it's, it's like, I just think that at some point his luck is going to run out in a sense. And I don't know. I, I mean, he's not a bad. And again, I said top 15 to 12, I'll even give him top 12. Like he's a good quarterback. I would take him. <laughs> wow. I would, I would take gracious. him over. I mean, I would take him over 20 other quarterbacks in the NFL. I think top 12 is pretty damn good considering 14 teams make the playoffs, but would you rather have big Ben or Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan. Um, and I don't think that's a question. Big Ben or really Kirk don't. Cousins. This Kirk Cousins. year. Probably Kirk. Wow. Kirk's been having a good year. I think you're throwing out hotter takes than you realize. I don't. I really don't. <laughs> I got to <laughs> ask her. I live with the Steelers fan, so maybe not. Yeah. I, he hasn't done too much. He reminds me of Josh Allen. Maybe that's why I have a soft spot. Um, but I don't think he's done too much to really cause concern about the quarterback position. I don't see him being like... Let me He's ask you gonna this. lose the game. If you put, I'll give you this. If you put Josh Allen on the Steelers, do they lose a the game? Do they lose that game on Sunday or on Monday? Well, Josh Allen would have won that specific game. Yes. Because Josh Allen's the best fourth, <laughs> best fourth quarter quarterback of all time. I'm just saying, like, so, I, I I just think if you took I could probably name 12 quarterbacks that you could put in that in on the Steelers team right now, and would the Steelers would be a better team in everyone's eyes. I think Ryan Tannehill would not have won that game. And I'm not meaning that as a knock to Ryan Tannehill. And it's crazy. I think, like, like, I just think uh, you know, it's, it's tough, man. It's tough to win this league. The right. But like, if defense if, is good. If Ryan Tannehill was playing the way he is now and he was on the Steelers, 
would you and you think that everyone else would look at the Steelers in a more positive light? No, I really don't. That's absolutely crazy. I really don't. I don't. <laughs> I, I, I just. I. I don't know what to say other than I don't. I mean, if you look at. Would like, you rather have Ryan Tannehill or Big Ben? Uh. And again, yeah, Big Ben is leaps and bounds ahead of Mason Rudolph. It's because Big Ben's not bad. I'm just saying mm-hmm. he's not a top twelve quarterback. He's like right I'd, at twelve. I would put them in the same area, which is like seven to nine. And I just think Big Ben goes down a little bit more than that. Okay. Well, I you know that's insane. that's okay. Like, I think that's why. <laughs> that's... I think that's why the people are like kind of hating on the Steelers is just because that offense doesn't move the way it should. Like you have right. Juju. Deontay Smith or Deontay Johnson or whatever and Claypool with on that team. They, so like if, if you took Pat Mahomes and put him on that team, they would never Russell, lose. They would never lose. If you took they Russell Wilson on the team, they would never lose a game. If you took like any I just think that's what's that's like the piece that like no one is I, I just think everyone's afraid to say it because it's Big Ben. Mm-hmm. And I'm well, just not so I'm not. Yeah, exactly. It, but right. I, I still think it. <laughs> I just, I think a lot of people are just afraid to say it. It's like, if it, I could think of eleven quarterbacks, I would rather have on that team, and I and they, people would look at him and be like, the Steelers are a good eleven and okay. team. Do you think you could send me that list? I'll, I could probably what? name it to you right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Do you want me I, to I, I didn't want you to try because <laughs> I thought it would be very hard for you, but knock yourself out. I mean, let, let, me, let me get a If list. you say Tom Brady, I'm going to flip no, 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 my no, lid. No, 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 no. They're, they're the same at this point. Even if he is better, I'm, I would fucking bug out. Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. Um, I wouldn't take Lamar over him. That's crazy. Um, I'm going to Okay, so this, Wait, I guess. This keep going, count. keep going. Plow through. Plow I'll, through. I'm I'll, I'll keep him in the, my brain. Does Dak Prescott count if he was healthy? Yes. Dak Prescott. Um, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, Jared Goff. Wow. Kirk Cousins. You, but you hate. Oh, yeah, sorry. Go, that's what go, I mean. Go. go. Pat, okay. <laughs> let's take Jared Goff off. Patrick Mahomes, Drew Brees, Derek Carr. I think that's fair, th- fair to say. I love Derek Carr, so I'm not going to fight. Uh, Justin Herbert. Um, um, Russell Wilson, Ryan Tannehill. And that's my team. That, that's, that's, I think that was 11. Right. There's some, you know, I, I, and I see the discrepancy between you and me because there's a couple of them there that I would not put above Big Ben, like uh, Justin Herbert or Jared Goff or. Um, you God, said Lamar. You say? Lamar. Matt yeah. Ryan. I'd put Matt Ryan there. I would put Matt Ryan in the same tier as Tannehill and um, Big Ben, is in that they are very good quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that's just where I stand, though. I mean, I just think, mm-hmm. like, Big Ben's not a bad quarterback. But if you look at that team, that's the one thing that I think that sticks out is, like, maybe it's what's holding them back a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that they're not going to win the Super Bowl. They're not. But I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just like... for a minute there. <laughs> it's just... It, that's kind of where I stand, and I think it's just... Like, I would take... Again, I would take Big Ben on. I have every, almost every team in the NFL I would take him... And the majority of the teams I would take him over their current player, but I think you could put a lot of players on a team and everyone looks and the media and everyone looks at them as 
like the more impressive. Yeah. It's like the Vikings of 2017 where Kirk Cousins was the quarterback or not Kirk Cousins. Case Keen. Um, Case Keen was the quarterback and everyone's like, it doesn't fucking matter. That team's a wagon. Exactly. The Steelers are a wagon of a football team. Right. I think Big Ben's way better than Case Keenum. Oh, but that's, it's the same thing where like, it doesn't really matter. And the Saints are the same way. Obviously, Taysom Hill hasn't lost. Teddy, the, the Saints, here's a little stat, a little, little nugget of information I was going to give out on Slick Picks, but I'll mm-hmm. give it to here. Uh, first, um, the Saints are 8-0 against the spread in the past two years with backup quarterbacks. Dude. I fucking, like, I Ride love that. It. Ride that. I love that. Yep. Steelers, I, or Saints, I mean, are legit. So, yeah. Saints I, their defense is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't remember... I'd read some stats or an article somewhere, but the Saints defense has been like lights out. Um, Taysom Hill has been electric in this time being. I, How hesitant are you to go back to Drew Brees? I would save him for the playoffs. Completely? Like mm-hmm. what, what, you would play him in the playoffs though, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, same. It, it just because of the mind, like his mind, like mm-hmm. the, the what the Broncos did with Peyton Manning when they won. Mm-hmm. I would do the same thing, like – like you want that leadership and that like the mind and the swagger that Drew Brees is going to bring. Like he's been there before. He's won a Super Bowl. I'd rather have him leading the charge, right? Than Taysom Hill or Teddy Bridgewater, or even Josh Allen or Tannehill. You know, Jameis. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. he's there. I, I. You know what? I take that back just because I want to see Jameis Winston throw five picks in the Super Bowl. Be fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. Super Bowl. Um, uh, do you want to talk about the NFC East? Yes. Um, Always. Yeah, I love it. I love the NFC East. I, I watched want... every game with intrigue this year. I want to throw throw back to our very first episode of the season, and I had us nominate each a team or two that we thought was gonna be way better than people thought. I don't know if you remember. But I personally remember I said the Giants. I love it. I said Why the Giants. Because I said, I said, I think we can check the tapes. No <laughs> one's gonna, but you can check them. It said, I said, check their them. defense, I think, is actually gonna be a lot better than people think. Mm-hmm. And I said, Saquon Barkley's not bad. He's a good player. He's a good football player. Some would say great. He's hurt. So this is only boosting my, my point is that mm-hmm. with Saquon, they might be. They might be like nine and four at this mm-hmm. point. Um, that, and then I finally said, Daniel Jones isn't as bad as I think people think. I think he he's can starting be to okay. It out. He's starting to figure it out. And I think they have some talent on wide receiver. And so I think, mm-hmm. I think I was mostly right. They're four and eight or whatever they are. Six and two in their last eight. So just saying. And now they have Colt McCoy. So I think I'm more confident. Or- Four and two in their last six. Apologies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And Cole McCoy's serviceable backup. Serviceable backup. I would say a good starter at this point. Good starter. <laughs> okay, yeah. No. I'd say he's like the 36th best quarterback in the NFL. That's a good number. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. I'll take the under on that. Yeah, yeah. I would, that's a good line, yeah. Um. Yeah, dude, that defense is legit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have some real playmakers. Leonard Williams, Xavier McKinney's doing well. Uh, Jabril Peppers. They got pieces, man. They yeah. really do on defense. Uh, and the offense is serviceable. And they have found their identity. They want to run the football and then huck it down every now and again and play good defense. Yeah. And, and like, it's 
Go. Oh. I, I was going to change it to the football team. I was but. just going to say that, like, Evan Ingram is finally being not like, a piece ev- of shit. Yeah. He, like, last game, he was actually, like, good. And, like, when Evan Ingram plays good, that team plays good. That's, mm-hmm. it's like a absolute, it's a linear relationship. When one does good, the other does good. Mm-hmm. Um, he's another freak athlete. Yeah. He's just a freak. He's always hurt, but he's a freak. Yep. Um, so, I mean, that's, it's the Giants. I mean, that division. I think I wrote about it in the dangerous takes is this most fascinating division. Maybe I didn't actually write this. Maybe I took that one off, but it's such a fascinating division. Cause I, I can't about wait, football this year. Can't wait for one of them to win the playoff game. Oh, it's going to happen. It's whichever team wins yes. the division. They're going to be scorching hot coming into the scorching playoffs. hot. Um, here's something I wrote down. I am starting to get the suspicion mm-hmm. just based on the overall, the depth that the NFC has and the play we're seeing from the Washington football team and the giants. We might see two NFC teams, NFC East teams in the, uh, in the playoffs, man. No way. Dude, they are scorching hot. They just beat the Seahawks and the Steelers. Who's going to, who, ugh, give me one second. I'm going to look up the NFC East playoff, like the hunt, but I'll tell you for sure, nine and seven will get you in. It I mean, doesn't matter need... who you beat. Nine and if you're nine and seven and you're in the NFC, you're going to the playoffs. But do you really think they're gonna get to nine and seven? They're they both won't, what? They're both it... what? Four and seven at the time right now? I'm... What are they right now? Both five and seven? What's the record? I'm looking it up right now. I'm telling you. But they're both maybe, five and seven. Maybe an eight with seven what with seven playoffs spots and three wild card spots. Eight wins might be enough. Eight wins might be enough to get you there. Is that fair? I'm looking right now. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, the five, the three wildcard teams right now are the Seahawks, who are eight and four, the mm-hmm. Buccaneers, who are seven and five, and the Vikings, who are six and six. You're telling me that the end of the teams competing are the Cardinals, Bears, and Lions. Those are the teams on the heels. You're telling me that the Washington football team, who's one game back, can't get scorching hot, go 8-8, 3-1 in the last three games, four games, sneak in at 8-8. The Vikings are awful. The Vikings are awful. I think the Vikings are good. The Vikings are not better than the football team. I would disagree. <laughs> it's it, there's an argument there, which is enough for me to make this claim <laughs> that the Washington football team might find their way into the playoffs with the Giants. Yeah, I hope that's what happens. I pray I, that's what happens. There's a case, man. Now, I mean, like, yeah, no, <laughs> that's my that hot I, take. Now that I look at like the NFC breakdown. It's, it's crazy bad. how much it's crazy how much better the AFC is this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Ooh. fact that the Ravens are two spots out at seven and five. Yeah, like the, the Patriots. The Patriots are the tenth best team in the AFC, and they would probably be in right now mm-hmm. in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Um, low key, look out for the Pats. Um, mm-hmm. But if if two NFC East teams like snuck in after the start to this year. Like if I you would, were to if you were to tell I would me pop that, a gasket, dude. I wouldn't. I I that shit's nuts because that division is so like those teams. I they're I awful. say the Giants are good <laughs> and like the Washington football team is good, but like they're not. If they were good There's teams, a, they wouldn't the be five and seven. Are good. The, defenses the defenses are good, are good. and I think Alex Smith is like slowly kind of getting his mojo back. Mm-hmm. Um, losing Antonio Gibson was big. That's gonna hurt yeah. the, the football team. Fuck, that does. Um, but like it's gonna be like what hurts more, Antonio Gibson or Daniel Jones? 
They're both I'd fighting adversary. Yeah. <laughs> adversity. I'd... Gibson's the man, man. Gibson's awesome. Um, really killed me in my fantasy playoffs this week. Brutal, I'm not dude. done. I'm not dead yet. Cause there's it's a two week. <laughs> it's a two weeker, but him getting one point was not what I needed, especially after Josh Allen had the night he had. Um, the NFC East is just absolutely electric. And it's like, the crazy thing is the crazy thing is, is like, are, are we ready to count out the Eagles? <laughs> uh, no, you can't count out any of them. That's they all saying. could it's, be playoff teams. It's like, think of how bad the what Eagles if, and the Cowboys have been. They're two games out. Dude, Jalen like, Hurts scorches earth, comes in screaming hot. Like, like the Cowboys have to play next week. The Giants play the Cardinals. They could lose that. The Cowboys, oh, yeah. the, the the football team plays the Niners. They could lose that. The Cowboys play the Bengals. They could win that. That's a must win. And then That's it's like win. all of a sudden they're one game away, and it's just yep. like it's it's crazy because they're those teams are dead last, bottom two in the NFC, and they're right there. Like Jalen Hurts, <laughs> yeah. like Jalen Hurts could come in and be fucking electric, and all of a sudden the Eagles are fucking back on three it's, and one, and they're yeah. back on. Yeah, like they're it's, not dead. It's so funny when I'm looking at power rankings like throughout the week and I see like like the Eagles and Washington football team like 26, 27. I'm like, one of those is the playoff team. Yeah. <laughs> one of those boys is going. They're 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 getting to the dance. It's fucking awesome. I love it. Um I just it's it's people complain like why we need to change it up because like why is this allowed? It's because it's fucking awesome. That's why it's allowed. The official right. ruling, it's fucking awesome when a four and eight team is in the playoffs fighting right. <laughs> right give it to me um i will say this is the last note i have in this week so we can talk about whatever if you have more nfl stuff we could talk about that yeah. we could move on to the bachelor and aliens but um i've been thinking about the new playoff bracket and i think it's kind of bullshit um yeah. like i don't think it's going to be used for a long time because historically if you look at um like who wins the Super Bowl? Wildcard teams normally don't win, right? It's hard to not have a break and then go the whole way, and it's always been like it's like bullshit, but not bullshit that the t- best two teams get that break. So now the best two teams have an advantage. I mean, it makes sense because you know they're the best teams right. in the NFL the whole year. You know, whatever. But the fact that they're only giving one team a bye, which means the Chiefs or the Steelers, one of those two teams, is not getting a bye, and that will give the other team a huge advantage over that other one and i feel like that just kind of like like i wouldn't be surprised if you just see the the top two c's go because they had a a weak rest and the other teams didn't so you know come afc nfc championship week you're gonna have probably the one seed playing a team who is exhausted from a year full of covid and rescheduling and then back-to-back playoff games into a third one I feel like you're going to just see the one seeds go all the time. It's kind yeah. of bullshit. Yeah. I, I think it's one of those, it's one of those things I'm just gonna have to watch it play out personally is like, I, I obviously like playoffs because when more teams get in, um, too. I think I, I love a good underdog story. Like when the giants went from the six seed all the way in when the Titans yep. last year, six seed all the way up. I, I think that, but I get what you mean. I think going only one team is kind of wild. I mean, it puts more importance on being perfect. I mean, look at the Steelers. They were, perfect for the entire year and all of a sudden now they don't yeah. have that buy any week mm-hmm. that, that buy week anymore this bills game is massive for them and it yeah. could determine are they going to go to the super bowl or not right and right now right so I, it's interesting i mean 
I'm going to, I definitely just need to see, I think how it plays out. Cause I just don't, I don't know how it's going to work with like what it, I, I think it might be kind of cool. Cause we might see more two seeds get knocked out in the first round and that mm-hmm. shit just might be bananas. I agree. And all of a sudden you see a six seed come in, beat beat a two seed and all of a sudden they have momentum and they go. Um, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they got rid of it in like two years or something, but I also mm-hmm. think there's no chance they get rid of it because that just means more money when they, yeah. have, when they have two extra teams, it's, just, it's more money. It's you don't more, fuck with the money. Yeah. You, it's more playoff uh, TV schedules. It's, it's getting more money for that. It's, you know, more storylines, things like that. So maybe it'll, they'll, uh, maybe they'll tweak it. Yeah. They might like, tweak it. They might do something, you know, I don't think they'll ever add any more teams outside right. of this COVID year. Um, I think they'll, I think seven is like max. Cause you don't, you don't want to do like eight. If you did eight and eight, then half the league makes it. And I think that's mm-hmm. too much. It's like what hockey does. And like hockey it, it is, is too much. Too much. Yeah. So like, I think just under half is fine. I mean, I obviously always was fine with the playoff format. They had it, but I also like, obviously this is a little bit biased because I've seen the Titans finish nine and seven, four years in a row oh, and be the yeah. first team out two of those four years that they didn't make mm-hmm. it. So like if this was the playoff format, the Titans would have made the playoffs four straight years. Um, so like, I kind of like, I get what it's like to be on that cusp and obviously that cusp just changes now, but I don't mm-hmm. know. It's, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out this year. Especially in a COVID year, I might be hard to judge in a COVID year. Right, it'll take a while to it'll see. T- That's yeah. just my suspicion. Right. No. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a weird thing. Like I sometimes I forget that it's like an extra spot is available. So we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting to see. Right. All right. Do you have any more football talk? Um. One last thing, and I, Kirk Cliff Kingsbury is just not a good head coach. Nope. Um, I, I've said it a couple weeks ago. Um, I just think he's just highly overrated. He just he got lucky with Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins and a good team around him, and he's leading that team to a less than 500 record. Yep. And um, it's just it's just crazy. Like he's gonna be, he's hailed as this like I have a Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury, Cliff Kingsbury, and I just think he's just not, I think he's just shitty. He's just not he, a good coach. He fell from the McVay tree, right? I don't know. I I I think that's he where at he Texas came from. Tech. He was yep. at Texas Tech last year, and or the year was, before, or whatever. Yep, he was at Texas Tech, and I'll say this: I didn't, and I haven't said it out loud. This is my first time saying it out loud. Ooh, here we go. Good. I didn't get this, like that signing at mm-hmm. all, like bringing Cliff Kingsbury from Texas Tech because Texas Tech wasn't winning anything. Mm-hmm. Like Texas Tech was like the f- fourth best team in the big the Big Twelve, mm-hmm. maybe. With Patrick Mahomes, you know, so like what, like how good of a coach could you be? Like the Bay, right. I forget Sam Rule was maybe his name from Baylor. He also got signed. Matt Rule. Matt Rule. I yeah. got that one. Is he? On he's the a better coach. No, he's uh, he's the Panthers head coach. Panther, and he's doing awesome. But yeah. that made sense because Baylor was not supposed to be good. They didn't get right. the death penalty, but they got a penalty that should have yeah, sent they got back kind for of a fucked, long yeah. time. Yeah, they they should have been fucked because right, they think right. of all the allegations. We're an anti-rape podcast, big time. But he made them good, you know, which yeah. he wasn't supposed to do. But he's a great coach, so he did it. Right. And Chris Kimberry so. didn't do any of that. Yep, that was just my last note. Um, I think he's just a bum, and he's gonna keep his job because he has good players. But he's mm-hmm. a bum, and who knows? Maybe he'll prove me wrong. But I think he's a bum. Please so. give Todd Bowles that job. Give Fine. Todd Bowles that fucking job. Um, but I'm ready to move on. Um, do you want to go aliens first or bachelorette first? I kind of like ending 
with Bachelorette. Okay. So let's let's talk about the aliens. You want to do you want to lead right. in on this? Yeah, yeah. So I think a few days ago he was um, the head or the t- I don't know his exact position. I remember he was like the head of the the space section of the Israeli government for like thirty years. He's eighty seven. Um, he's eighty seven. Eh, let's not go to judgment yet. Um, he's, he's written many books. He's a very distinguished, like author and publisher. Well known um, in the field. Yes. Yep. Very well known, very well respected. Um, again, he was the head for like 30 years. Um, now I'll say he's 87 and he came out and essentially <laughs> said that, um, the humans, specifically the United States and Israel, Israel have been in contact with a galactic federation have and that aliens like big time exist but they've just been waiting to introduce us to this galactic federation because humanity's not ready um and then he also said i think that um americans and israel lights i don't know what you call it people from israel and aliens israelis sure um have like been living in a secret base underground on mars Mm -hmm. um with tupac yeah yeah and elvis so i'm in me too. Do you want me to tell you? Do you want, do you want me to tell you when exactly I yes. was in? Yep. And I was reading the article, and they were like, "Oh, they were in talk with U.S. The U.S. knows too." And I, as I'm reading that, I'm like, "No fucking way, Trump doesn't tell <laughs> everyone that there's aliens." And then yep. it said, um, "He said, there's the direct quote right here." He said, but Ishad insists that Trump is aware of them and that he was on the verge of disclosing their existence. However, the Galactic Federation reportedly stopped him from doing so. That's where I was like, okay, so Trump tried to tell people and then he stopped them. So now, because yep. that, yep. that checks out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> it's that, that story checks out. Yep. I, yep. I think that thought along with like you had that same thought is probably 99% of humans is like, and I, it's one of those things where it's like, it, come January, it might be the last tweet. Trump sends off his <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> he's gonna, he's, if Trump gets assassinated within the next twelve months, he was assassinated by the Galactic Federation, right. silencing him from exposing their underground Mars base. Right. It's I'm so in because like especially that statement <laughs> is like because he has just some fat fingers typing on those keyboards. Oh yeah. And I could see the only person able to tame him is a Galactic Federation. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's like, I'm king of this world. Are you kidding me? He's like, well, we're the Galactic Federation. We're so fucking aliens, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right. You shut your mouth or we'll zap you with a beam from our galaxy. Yep. I'm starting to think though. I'm starting to develop the take is like, do you, I don't know if I want a Galactic Federation if they're not willing to just like, they should be able to help us. Right. Like theoretically, a mm-hmm. galactic federation is so advanced that they've solved the whole like world peace issue. So like, if they're looking at us right now and they're like, like, why won't they just come help us? I feel like if, if mm-hmm. they were, you know, genuine aliens, they, you know, extend about extend an olive branch and be like, Hey, we can help you out with all of your issues. Like, you know how your planet's dying. Mm-hmm. We've solved that. You know how, um, you guys all hate each other. We've solved that. You know how, like, you can't travel faster than the speed of light. We've solved that too. Like, why won't middle they just, finger? Like, yeah. <laughs> like a bunch of dicks standing up there and be like, "Oh, well, they're not ready." It's like I'm fucking ready for teleportation. Mm-hmm. I've been born ready. I've yeah. been ready for years. We're ready, but are the farmers in Arkansas ready? Yeah, is the question the aliens have. 
Are is, been, is I think they might be the most ready. Maybe, maybe there's a case. You know, there's a yeah. There's a lot to unbox here. <laughs> you could dive into a lot of universes about how and where, like how the aliens are handling it. Um, in Arrival, the movie Arrival, one of my all-time mm-hmm. favorite movies, the aliens had spoiler, 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 minor, medium-sized spoilers major spoilers um the aliens have like a like it's called the quote unquote tool right which is just like a bunch of fucking knowledge and stuff yeah but they kind of like tested people in a way they had to cooperate to get it like they put it in 12 like they landed in 12 different spots and they had a piece of the code in each of the 12 Mm -hmm. areas they landed and they're like you guys got to piece it together and we almost blew we, we almost blew ourselves up in the movie the only reason we didn't is because again major spoilers here guys a rival all-time favorite movie of mine so you know fast forward spoiler but the only reason that the world didn't blow up because china and iraq tried to blow everyone up was um a lady had time travel powers so that was given to her by the language yes yes wild movie yeah all-time movie yeah Mm -hmm. so Maybe that's kind of what maybe the aliens saw that movie and they were like, let's <laughs> let, let's take that path. <laughs> um, but yeah, I am I'm all in on this. I think the thing that like it doesn't unnerve me, but the thing I think maybe they're holding it back on is because like aliens exist. If you're a human and you're smart, you know this. Like we all know this. This is common yes. sense at this point. Aliens are real. If you think if you honestly can sit there and tell yourself there's no chance of life outside of this earth, you're a fucking fool. You're an idiot. Um, I think the cr- crazier part is that it's a galactic federation. Like, yeah, like they, they're it's, throwing that around like we knew what that right. was. Right. Like the fact that it's like a congregation of planets and life forms from around the universe. Like, that I think is a little bit more like, oh, so we're just f- wait, like, we're just like everyone's little brother. So, like, we're just so far behind everyone like they had a, they have a whole federation and they're looking at us like a bunch of fucking puppy dog like puppy mm-hmm. dogs that are like oh we don't want to tell me we don't want to spook these little guys down there on earth yeah <laughs> like, the aliens, think, they might disrespect the aliens, us they're going to be racist to us is what i'm hearing <laughs> yeah. we're going to be discriminated also from a different alien universe the mass effect universe people didn't like the humans they're like yeah. you guys are stupid and not strong and you can't even do telekinesis right. so you guys are idiots Right. And we're just working hard. You See, know, we put on our, you know, mm-hmm. our, our, our cap and our, our uniform every day. Just grinding. Right. Pull ourselves up by the bootstraps and we're just <laughs> yeah. we're fucking grinding it. I think, yeah. I think we're the, the, we're the issue, Nebraska of we're the Nebraska. <laughs> we're the fucking Iowa cornfields of the fucking Galactic Federation. I, <laughs> I think, I don't think it's we're not ready for them. I don't think they're ready for us. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna spin it as that. I just don't mm-hmm. think they're ready to deal with all of our shit. <laughs> we're, we're too swag money for them right now. <laughs> like they're gonna like, what do they you guys do for fun here? And like, you seen this football shit? We, like, we what the literally fuck? bruise each other's brains and we die in 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> we also love genocide. So we also have done that. We've also done the genocide thing. Doing that still, some places. Some but, places. You know? Um but yeah, I I just think. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready too. And if they're gonna do it anytime, now is the time. Just get mm-hmm. it over with. I don't know Fuck. why you're waiting. I think it might be. It might. It's like one of those things that like. Do they know what Twitter is? 
Because if they knew what Twitter is, I don't think they'd be scared to come down. Because they maybe be... they're the most afraid of Twitter. <laughs> they might be, <laughs> but like if they know Twitter, they're gonna come down and like hashtag Galactic Federation and hashtag aliens are real is gonna trend for like 24 hours, and then everyone's gonna go back to like not caring. Mm-hmm. So like just get it over with. Yes, it's I like agree. ripping off a bandaid. Yeah, no one's gonna I care also... in a week. A hundred percent. That's what happens with all these UFO videos that go mm-hmm. viral and that I have in my brain and I know happened, but mm-hmm. no one cares. And the giant pillar that was in the desert. Monolith? Yeah. No one cared. No one cared. Um, after they took their pictures. I also <laughs> believe this guy because he's 87 and I think he's just telling people because he's like, I'm going to die soon. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get my knowledge out. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he has like some quotes. And he was like, I don't care. Like people respect me. Um, so uh, here's info. Yeah. I love that's, it. I, that's what I would say if I was a whistleblower. Absolutely. Absolutely. If I was a whistleblower, I'm on, I'm, you know, five years away from dying. Fuck it. What do I have to lose? Who cares? Nothing. Like, Kill me. <laughs> I'm going. Yeah. It's, <laughs> like, I don't care. Like I'm going out anyway. Might as well just tell everyone this crazy secret that I've kept in for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Imagine knowing that and not being able to tell anyone. I can't. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't be able to either. Something of that magnitude of aliens are real. And we have, live on Mars. Yeah, and there's a galactic federation <laughs> right. and we're a part of it. Right. That's just too much. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's that's aliens are that, real. That's that. Let's, let's wrap it up with the Bachelor talk. Let's wrap it up with some human shit. Bachelorette. Um, the real reason the aliens aren't here. <laughs> the Bachelorette. Um, it's a big week. Um I will say this. I don't obviously I've watched every episode the full way through. You watch recaps Mm -hmm. is like, there's some heavy shit happening in every episode. I don't know how much they share that in your recaps, but like dudes, like dudes have been divorced. Dudes have like suicidal, suicidal. Um, Ben's probably one of my favorite ones. Ben's one of my favorite guys. Yeah. That same guy. Ben has been through some shit. He's an army vet who's gone through like bulimia and, um, like a couple of suicide attempts. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach had had like a huge drug problem to the point of like, he, I can't remember exactly what happened, but it was like his wife or something or something happened where he got, he got like hurt. He got addicted to painkillers and then was just like a druggie for like years on end. Um, there's dudes have been like divorced. There were guys that was like, my brother was in jail for five years because of like, great. It's crazy. It's fucking nuts. Another dude is had a different name. He changed his name. Yep. Saw that. Crazy. Guy. Got caught on the lie detector test. Like a Riley. Little, first little question. Bitch, what's yeah. your name? Said his name wrong. And it's, <laughs> it's like, liar. oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's crazy. Um, But the real story was Bennett. Mm-hmm. I fucking love Bennett. Yep. Bennett, Harvard guy. Psychopath. The guy that had the book. He bought that book. Bought the book. For the guy like, oh, you're not emotionally intelligent. Here's a book on how to be a good people person you bitch also <laughs> if you're an emotionally intelligent person you would not buy that book and give it to someone that's a sociopath that scenario move. yeah it's it's crazy and i'm upset that she didn't open the box that's she bull- didn't she's uh she, yeah what did you say the, the director's fucked up not showing her open the box right tell her to open the box you know it would have been electric to have them open the box together um but but she went and talked to like noah and Bennett and like Bennett's just a fucking weirdo. Like mm-hmm. I, she has, like has some, has a thing for him and I don't fucking get it. Cause the dude is so strange. Sent him home. Noah's smiling when she comes back and she was just like, 
don't fucking smile. (laughs) She's like, I'm pissed off at you still. The leash, Uh, minuscule. Tiny. Um, And the whole episode goes on. Uh, They have like their one-on-ones and shit. They have a group date with the with the uh the, the lie detector which is just just brutal i uh, i have no idea how accurate a lie detector that was because it was just like a corny setup i think there was just someone back there pressing buttons pressing buttons and they just got lucky with like riley's name <laughs> like oh this will be funny <laughs> and i was gonna turn into this dramatic moment where the guy's like breaking down in tears right um so i think that was bs but like they went through the whole thing and she ended up not giving a rose to a single guy on the group date mm-hmm. but because Bad. But it was like well, a good it was, thing. Mm-hmm. It was it was like the opposite of when Claire did it. Yeah, and, they all did so good. Right, she like You're all my special them. boys. Yeah, and they're meeting the families after this week, so like mm-hmm. she want to fuck it up. Um, but then at the very end, she leaves that group date. She's all happy. She talked to all these guys. She's like, I got big decisions, but I'm happy. And fucking Bennett's there. Mm-hmm. Big old fucking Bennett. And he's sitting there and he's like, can I talk? Scumbag. It's fucking wild. And they go in and he talks and he's like, I'm sorry. Cart cunt looking motherfucker. (laughs) He's fucking talking to her and shit. And her face the entire time is just stunned. I've never Mm -hmm. seen someone so stunned. I saw a couple screenshots. Yeah. It was absolutely incredible to watch. Um, And then she's like, I'll take the night. But I can't wait for him to walk in and everyone's going to like look at him again. Be like, oh, why do you, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. No one might fight him. No, I would love a fight. Absolutely there, love a fight. Has there ever been a fight? I was like, Ooh, not in my lifetime. I've only watched like three full seasons, but not that I know of. I haven't seen a full, full-blown full fist fight. Probably. I hope so. Who do you think would win that? Bennett or Noah? I think Noah would win just because Bennett looks like a prissy Harvard scumbag who doesn't know how to tall, fight. Though. He's tall, but I don't think he would know how to use his weight. That's fair. Noah's, I think Noah does. Noah had a Noah's, mustache. Yeah, he strikes me as like a dirty fighter, though, where he's kind of like scrappy, where he's like pulling hair and shit. Noah? Yeah. Bennett. Yeah, exactly. Noah, Noah yeah, would no. do what it takes to win. Noah's like stomping on toes, pulling hair, mm-hmm, you know, like mm-hmm. picking, like poking your eyes and shit like that. He's yep. like a little slimy with it. But if I have to choose in a fight who's going to win, I'm taking the guy with the mustache. 10 times out of 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's just smart gambling mm-hmm. um but yeah it was a crazy episode um i think my favorite if i had to pick a favorite at this point just personally either like ben um or uh what's his fucking name brendan because he has the confidence to wear a turtleneck under all of his clothes like he wears he's he's like he's like the dude that shows up with like the turtleneck and then the sport coat mm-hmm. that's just fucking i can't pull that off but i wish i could gotta be hot under there but yeah, it's got to be hot under there for sure. These dudes are sweating like crazy. Um, but like, it takes a lot of confidence to pull off the uh, the turtleneck sport coat look. And he's been fucking, and like, he's got the chain and everything. I think I just respect him for that. Like, that just takes balls. Hat off. Hat off. Respect it. Um, so that's where I'm at. It's a good episode. Yeah. Um, I, I wish I had more to say about it. Um, in the video I watched when they're talking about, the lie detector test they showed an old episode like an old old episode probably mm-hmm. like season three Ooh. where they had a batch like a lie detector test and they had an uh, english guy reading off the questions and he said have you ever fought in public 
or like have you ever had a fight in public but with his accent it sounded like he was saying have you ever farted in public like have you ever had a fart in public mm-hmm. so all the guys were like uh yeah <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and they were talking after they're like oh yeah i said you fought in public and i was like oh i thought he said fart and all the guys said the same exact thing I that's thought hilarious that was really funny. i love that <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. a fucking mistake that's right. hilarious um yeah and then one guy zach the question was like have you ever cheated before in a relationship and he's like yes and the light went green and she was like she was like all serious about it she's like i don't cheating is like a, a, a big no-no. deal breaker for me like once a cheater always a cheater blah blah blah. like and he's like do you want me to tell you and she's like yes and so he's like okay and he, he's like kind of smiling so you knew it was something's up and he like goes on this like long story and he's like yep and that was the story about how i cheated on my sixth grade girlfriend yep and she's like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I wish she still stayed mad at him. Be like, okay, well, you're gone. <laughs> yeah, well, once a cheater, always a cheater. See Yep. Oh, so congrats. You you ratted on yourself. Fucking 12-year-old, you just got yourself kicked out of national TV. So yep. see you later. See you later. Fucking immature bitch. Uh, yep. But yeah, that was funny. Other than that, it's going to be interesting what happens. It's actually like a good season in terms of like... The, I think like the, the people are just like... It's like... a. am happy they brought Bennett back because it was going too well if that makes sense so things were going too mm-hmm. smoothly he seems like the villain he is the villain and i love it I, i'm happy he's back purely for the chaos of it um and i think they all knew that so that's why they brought him back season was going too well needed to shake some things up but um that's all i got that's all i got um week 15 eight and eight season x season x we out